Said pop, lock, stop and roll. It's the motherfucking time that you all know. It's the black Filipino above the track we know. If you like this, then donate a C note. Uh, on the POD to the C to the AST. Opinionated and highly concentrated, X rated, even better to listen to when you're faded. Chocolympia Lessons Drive. It is Chocolympia of Chocolympia Lessons. It is episode 115. Happy Thanksgiving or happy genocide or happy capitalism, whatever the fuck today is. I don't know. Everybody celebrates it. I'm not really for it, but here we are. I felt like I needed to do my obligation as a podcaster. And in case you're traveling, in case you just want to step away from your family and listen to a crass, belligerent podcast episode, I'm here for you, boo. That's what that's what I represent. Welcome to Chocolympia Lessons. It's Chocolympia of Chocolympia Lessons. Did I say that already? It's episode 115. Uh, it's the holidays, bitches. I hope you're ready. Strap in or don't. I mean, I don't feel like I'm ready. I never really feel like I'm ready. I do love Halloween, like you guys already know, and I love Christmas. But in between, it's just kind of like, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, I'm already thinking about what I want to do for 2022 and wow, that rhymed and I wasn't even trying to, you guys. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about what things I want to say no to, which is everything, BT dubs. And um, we're here. That's It is what it is. It is what it is. That opening song is by Gina and the Eastern Block. It's the insanity. It's how I feel anytime I have to go anywhere other than my house. It's fine. You know, it's been a year. It's been actually a couple of months. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been a few days that uh, it just everything kind of feels insane. Maybe it's been a few years, to be completely honest. I mean, I don't feel like anyone's been quite the same since 2020. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Any hoodles, I'm here. I'm here to share my life's experiences and maybe just shed some dark humor laughs for you or some light, some dark humor light, some light into the dark humor, some light into the darkness for you on this, whatever you call today, you know, 
whatever you celebrate. If you're visiting your family, if you're hanging out and having ramen instead, if you are watching movies, if you're taking a nap, whatever the fuck you want to do today, enjoy whatever it is. Be grateful for the things that you have and that you're happy for. I know before we get into the darkness, I'm just going to shed some light on the grateful part. If there's anything that I want to take away from today is to be grateful. And I think I share that in my other podcast episodes is even though things might seem like they're covered in shit, you have to find the silver lining. You have to find the one thing that keeps you inspired to move forward and keep progressing, right? Otherwise, you're just going to be in a corner crying, shaking on the floor, and it's just not a good look, and it's not good for you. So we need to do whatever it is that brings a little bit of sunshine, a little bit of happiness, a little bit of pleasure, a little bit of enjoyment, excitement into our lives, and do it as much as you can. Again, the caveat being as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, right? So that means, I mean, you you know what I mean. I don't have to give you like specific examples. Like don't go on bingers and fucking be all, well, the only thing that makes me happy is shooting up and drinking. Like that's not going to be good for you. You know what I mean? And uh, so we have to find things that like reading a book, <laughs> okay? To- totally different avenue. But we have to find things that are healthy for us that make us happy and make us feel like we're living a life that we're proud of or something. I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to shed some light, some inspiration, some inspiration. I've had, um, even though the last few months have been rocky and I'm trying to kind of re-figure out what I want to focus on, which I feel like I don't know. I feel like last year it was that, it was that, and there's. I feel like a lot of people have been going through that, right? I don't think that that's just one person experiencing that. I think a lot of people are experiencing that. I mean, there's the whole, you know, nobody wants to go back to work because everybody's an asshole. I mean, that I've known that since I was little. Like, okay, so um, there's a lot of realizations. I think a lot of people came to realizations when they were working from home that they didn't want to leave their house. Their family is home. Their dogs, their cats, their pets are all home. Like, why would I want to go outside and be around a bunch of assholes when I don't have to? If you can work remotely, great. If you don't like working remotely, you like to be outside, great. Do whatever lights your fire okay whatever tickles your pickle whatever floats your boat do those things and um in the last month i've been able to thankfully uh experience some things that make me happy i got to see one of my favorite burlesque troops the little the little miss nasties no little miss nasty is the name of the group they call the like fans the nasties the little nasties anyways If you follow me on anything, you've heard me talk about them. Um, I got to see them again, and they're awesome as always. And then I also got to see Gina in the Eastern Bloc, who is the singer of the song that opened, which that song just feels super relatable (laughs) as of late. And it was just really nice to headbang and dance and just be my dark, goth, e-girl person you know so that was a fun time and then last weekend I got to see 
sudden death. You guys know I talk about sudden death almost every other episode, it feels like. I know I've played his music before as an opener on this podcast, but I got to headbang to him at the rail, and that was so fucking exciting. If you follow me on YouTube, and if you don't, you should, go subscribe right now. Pause this, go to YouTube, punch in Chocolumpia Lessons, subscribe to my YouTube channel, duh. If you like this podcast, it's basically the same except, um, well, here I can, I, I'm a little bit more belligerent just because I don't have to censor as much. YouTube, you can see me being how I am, all those things when I'm like, well, you can't see what I'm doing right now, you know, because I'm not recording it. Uh, on camera, you can see all of that stuff on the actual YouTube channel. I cook there, I do makeup there, I do vlogs, I do get ready with me's, I do exercise, dance, there's all kinds of stuff there. You can, you know, whatever, again, whatever tickles your pickle. If you like mukbangs, I do that too. And um, you should subscribe, so go subscribe to that. And then you'll see the most recent video I just did was a vlog of uh, Audiotistic, the festival that I went to last weekend where Sudden Death was playing, and a lot of really amazing other DJs were playing. You get to see the experience. I was able to get really good recording. I mean, I didn't record the whole thing because obviously if you wanted to see it, you should have fucking gone. But <laughs> um, like someone recently commented on one of my YouTube videos. They're like, well, I thought I was going to see this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, bitch, if you wanted to see it, then you should have purchased tickets to go to it. Like this is just a reaction video of, you know, obviously copyright. Like I can't show a whole movie or you know what I mean like go fuck yourself okay anyways so yeah there's always someone who wants to bitch about something right and this is why I like to stay at home because people are idiots sometimes but also grateful for the human race whatever so um yeah go watch that that's the most recent video on the YouTube channel and that was just such a nice escape to just get away from the just mundaneness of everything and to be able to dress up again and to headbang and to listen to music as loud as possible to dance the way I want to to just be free it was amazing and I'm so thankful for my friends who you know hooked it up it was awesome so yeah shout out to them and um I feel like there's something else that I went to recently that I am spacing on, but it's just been a really fun couple of weeks, and I'm really happy that I was able to have those experiences, and they also reminded me that life is supposed to be fun, right? Like, it's not supposed to be mundane and boring and wake up every day and do the same fucking thing and see the same fucking people and go to sleep and wake up and do it again. Like, I get that there has to be some adultness to life and you have to be responsible, blah, 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 boring, you know? But also at the same time, I've never been able to relate to that. I've never wanted to partake in that. Like, I I enjoy the way I have structured my life and it takes a lot of organization and planning and sometimes that goes out the window, especially when things like COVID happen and you have to reassess, right? But um, it, there was just like a moment where I was feeling like everything was the same 
And I, I know that as a human being, I can't function like that. And I don't know if you're listening to this and you can relate to that at all or if you're the total opposite and you love going to a nine to five and you love being in a cubicle, you love being in an office, you love being in one place for eight hours like that, that, that being anywhere for eight hours just sounds like I'm stuck and it makes it freaks me the fuck out. So that's just never been me or what. I want to do and so when it starts to feel like that I get really weirded out man (laughs) so it's been feeling that way for the last while and I'm trying to reassess and get the fuck out of that because that's never where I've wanted to be anyway before we just make this into a fucking therapy session for me I just wanted to make sure that I came on to remind you in case you're getting to that place too to not. (laughs) I'm here to remind you to not, okay? To not put up with shit you don't want to put up with, to not deal with people that you don't want to deal with, to not be in a job, a relationship, a situation that you don't want to be in, to not do any of that. You don't have to feel like you're stuck in something. You don't have to feel like you need to respond to someone as soon as possible if it's not, you know, something that you want to do. Obviously, you have to be responsible. Obviously, you if you have commitments, you need to see those through, right? You can't just be a dick that's like not finishing or carrying out their word. But I'm saying if there are things that you are not wanting to do, figure it the fuck out now and communicate it. Like, There's something so powerful in knowing what you want and then being able to communicate that and voice it clearly and not just being an asshole who just ghosts or steps away or leaves or vanishes, right? Like when whenever something is ending for me, I want everybody to be real oh my god. I want everybody to be real motherfucking clear on why I left. I don't want it to be a mystery. I'm always very upfront to the point of where it's uncomfortable for people. And I'm sorry that's uncomfortable for people, but like also I have to be able to be very clear and specific and open about what I'm expecting. And if that's not happening, then I'm out. And it shouldn't be like a, oh, I don't know why Chocolumpia left. No, you fucking know, okay? And if someone says, oh, I don't know why Chocolumpia, why Chocolumpia lessons, oh my God. I don't know why Chocolumpia left, they're fucking lying because I I straight up told them, (laughs) okay? So I, um, I implore you, to work on the communication aspect of things and when things are not working out the way you want them to work out or they're not going the way you expected them to go, to communicate that and then bounce. Not just bounce without without communicating or being clear. I think that that's a disservice to the whole world if you think about it. There are a lot of people out there that go into situations and then don't even express what's not working for them and then they just leave and that doesn't help anyone and then that is a contagion that just keeps going on and no one ever rectifies it it's really fucking irritating and I know grown-ass motherfucking adults who do this shit so like 
you know, not to say that if you're a kid, you get a pass, but you know, maybe you haven't quite worked on or developed that part of your communication skills yet, which is why communication is such a great tool in school and just as a family learning that, right? But when you get to be a grown-ass fucking adult and you can't communicate or express what it is that you are expecting or wanting from a situation, it's like, yo, work on that, please, okay? So not to be like preachy or to therapize anyone, but I've been seeing this a lot and it's like, And then I get side-eye because I want to communicate and express exactly what the fuck I'm thinking. And people are just like, "Mm, it's too much. (laughs) And I'm like, too much, bro. What do you mean? Too much because you're used to not giving anything at all. Like no explanation whatsoever. And people just wonder what the fuck is going on. No, dude, you need to communicate. So on this Thanksgiving, please. And, you know, listen, don't. Don't DM me and be like, yo, Chocolumpia, you said to communicate with my family and then I did and and then that whole thing blew up. Don't like, you know, use this with caution, but sometimes it's okay to bring it up even if it's going to make people uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like if there's someone in your family who brings up an issue and instead of just like tucking it away or sweeping it under the rug actually express what it is that you need to express because what happens is we start to uh, stuff it under a rug and then that becomes something that affects your health it becomes cancerous it becomes illness because you're not dealing with it right and I I bring this up now because I feel like around this time around this Thanksgiving time around this family time there's a lot of that that comes up and um, it ends up being things that started a long time ago that weren't rectified no one talked about it no one brought it up everyone just kept sweeping it under the rug and then here it's this huge festering sore right and it affects everyone in the family so I'm just saying because I've been watching a lot of fucked up holiday family movies because that I don't know that just it it makes me laugh during this time because everybody always wants to be like oh let's send out our holiday pictures and decorate and everybody it's like people family members that you haven't even talked to the entire fucking year the whole fucking year right and then for Thanksgiving you all come together and it's like oh it's fine like okay what and then same thing for Christmas Like, I haven't talked to you all year. You haven't asked me how I'm doing all year, but today we're going to act like we're cool and that we hang out. Like, I've tried to be close to certain family members for years, and it hasn't been reciprocated. And then when I finally decide, hey, you know what? It's not working for me anymore. This is is a one-sided relationship, and I'm over it because that doesn't make any fucking sense energetically. Then, Then I'm the asshole because I stopped reaching out right but you know what whatever dude and if you can relate to that listen I see you I hear you and um I support you (laughs) whatever you're feeling is valid if you don't want to be around family today that's totally fine you know 
everybody wants to make it like, oh, what'd you do for Thanksgiving? Oh, you didn't go see your family. Oh, you know, it's like that weird pity sound that people make. Whatever, dude. So I'm recording this for anyone who just whatever, whatever your dynamic is, you might just totally love Thanksgiving and being around all of your family. And that's great. I love that for you. You know, I love that for you. Um, I don't have to be anywhere until later tonight. So I was like, well, let me just watch some movies. And it just got me thinking about all of the family stuff. And then I was like, well, you know, every year that I've had this podcast, I feel like I've recorded either right before Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving for my people who maybe don't have family or don't feel like they have anyone to go to see or what have you. You know, for years I used to house friends who ended up shitting in my face um, when they didn't have family and inviting them over, you know, to, to, to be a support and to be someone who reached out and, and be family. Like, I don't necessarily think that people who are your blood are always your family. I think you also make your family. So your friends, um, people that you've worked with that become family, not everybody, not everybody that you work with is going to become a friend or a family member. Okay. I'm just saying, so clarify that. Um, but if they end up being that, you know, being able to consider them family and it not just being a blood relative thing. But so, yeah, I just, it got me thinking and I was like, well, let me record. It's been a long time. I just have needed some time for myself. And um, like I said, October was rough and it was not something that I saw coming. So that kind of sent me for a loop. And then November... And now we're getting into December, which is great because I do actually really like December, even though I'm just kind of over this year. <laughs> this year has been, has been a, it's been a year, right? And I thought 2020 was a year and here we are ending 2021 soon, going into 2022 and hopefully, you know, it's, I feel like people say the same thing each year. I hope 2022 is a great year, you know? But there's always good and bad, and who can really list what good and bad is? Everything works itself out or um, balances itself out, I guess. I don't know. You know, I wish I had more clarity on things if you are in a place where you're needing that. But I can only give you what I've experienced, and um, there's good and there's bad. And you can't even label it as good or bad because like I've said before on this podcast, sometimes the bad really is the good and helps us get out of situations that we needed to get out of or, you know, leads us in a different trajectory of our life. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. That was a lot of heavy stuff that I wasn't necessarily thinking of going into but also it's gonna get heavier I don't know <laughs> if that's good or bad I mean you guys know me if you've listened to this podcast or you follow me on social media or on YouTube you know that I have really dark humor but it all comes from love like I really as much as I talk shit about humans and um being here I do really love people I do really want to see the human race do better I think 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I can say I think we're trying. I do think that there are a lot of people out there who are still inherently good, but I do think there are a lot of people out there that are inherently evil as well. Um, you know, the th stuff in the news, I'm not even going to touch, but like the Rittenhouse thing really, really just was like a whole... It's like a whole, um, it feels like it's, uh, it feels like it's a green light for people to just be assholes, you know? Um, and then the Aubrey case results came out yesterday, which, you know, feels a little bit better justified justice wise but also it's like I don't I just I still and I mentioned this in 2020 I don't understand why anyone has to prove why that was fucked you know I don't get that um but then I mean when you think about today and the history behind that that's fucked too so it's like it's just, it's years and years and years and years of humans being humans. And when you think about it, humans are animals. Like, I, I don't know, I, I know we think that we're civilized at this point, right? And we think that we're so advanced and are capable of doing all of these things. And we are. We do have that. But also... If you take all of that away, and I think this is why I've been so interested in psychology and why I watch so many of the uh, documentaries and movies and press releases and court news that I do, is when you strip all of that away, right? If you take, for example, I always talk about zombie movies, if you take it to the bare minimum, right? And everything is back to where we are having to hunt and gather and there's no Wi-Fi, there's no electricity. You take it back, way back to that, the primitive time, right? And it's all about power and it's all about um, finding a tribe and it's all about leading, Who's the leader? Who's leading? Who's following? It's, it comes down to that. And I think people forget that. And I think people forget that because we're so advanced in 2021 and we've done so much as human beings, right? And we're doing so much, which is great. But also underneath all of it, we're still human beings, and there's still that animal rawness behind it. There's still that fucking Lord of the Rings shit. You know what I mean? Not Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, what? <laughs> Not Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Flies. Wait, is that what it's? Yeah. If you've ever read Lord of the Flies or seen the movie, if you're a movie head, I think it came out in the 80s. The book and the movie? I don't remember. But I remember reading it. Well, I watched the movie first, I think, and then I read it. I went back and read it, which is usually what I do. I'll watch the movie, and then I'll go back and read it. Um, every once in a while, I read a book first, and then I'll see the movie. But usually, 
usually when I wa- when I read a book and then I watch the movie, I'm always let down because my imagination is way better than the director's. Sorry. I mean, not to say that I'm like, you know, obviously I haven't won any fucking awards for directing and I don't even direct, but <laughs> the things that I visualize when I'm reading end up way better than the book, okay? But if you've ever read or seen the movie Lord of the Flies, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, you should read it. You should read the book. You should watch the movie. It's a trip. It's fucked my mind since I was a kid. And um, I'll never forget it. It's a book that I never forget. And I think about it often. I'm also just recently watching Yellow Jackets, which is amazing. It's on Showtime. It is a mixture of Lord of the Flies. I was going to say Lord of the Rings again. It's a mixture of Lord of the Flies meets Jawbreaker meets Heathers meets Midsummer, And it's crazy. Uh, oh, there's maybe like a little pinch of Mean Girls in there. Okay? Because it's a bunch of high school fucking girls, right? And I mean, if you've if you if you were a girl in high school or have a child that is a female in high school, you already know how fucking traumatizing that is. Um, so I'll just say that, okay? Yellow Jackets is really great. But anyway, back to my point. Um, everything breaks down into Lord of the Flies storyline plot is basically what I'm getting at. So... I think sometimes I step out of what this current world is right now and I think about that. If push came to shove, what would happen in this situation, right? And you think about the animal rawness of what we are and I don't know, I just, I always think about that. So when I see these documentaries, when I watch these courtroom hearings, when I read these stories, when I see these movies that are adapted from real life stories, uh, it's really chilling because, because you can see it there. You turn on the news, you watch the news for five minutes and you can see it there. Okay. The shit that happened at the Christmas parade. What the fuck? You know, like what? And then the thing that's really aggravating to me is you'll hear the story And then you'll never know what happened. Like, I need more answers. I need need to be in the psych room with that dude to understand what the fuck was happening in his brain. To even think of something so horrible to do to other people, you know? I don't get it. I don't get it, dude. I don't fucking get it. And every time I wake up, I watch the news. I mean, you know, I try not to watch the news all the time, but when I do watch the news or when I hear a story or whatever, I'm just like, what weird simulation is this? What is this? What does this mean? I don't get it. I don't get, no one knows any answers. No one can figure it out. We're all just here. And then you get older And even as you get older, you acquire some additional knowledge, yes, because you've been here for a long-ass fucking time. But even then, it's like the first day that you've been that days old, 
right? So you're like, I don't know. I don't have the answers for this, obviously. And then by the time you do get any answers, you die. So it's like, what the fuck? You're supposed to educate people and share, but nobody's sharing. So, you know, I try to do something with like a podcast to share some kind of insight. I don't even know if this, if any of this is helpful to anyone, but if anything, it's, at least letting people know that they're not the only ones wondering the same shit that I'm wondering, you know, maybe, I don't know. That's my hope, right? And so when I watch pod, when I watch podcasts, when I listen to podcasts or when I, when I maybe watch a podcast that's on YouTube, right? They have a YouTube channel for the podcast. Uh, or I listen to, you know, I've listened to Stephanie Sue a lot. She talks about a lot of the um, crime documentaries and, just trying to understand the psychology behind it because there's so much and it's like it changes all the time and I don't know but on that happy note I'm gonna share some movies that I think would be great for you to share with your family for Thanksgiving that's sarcasm okay these are really dark I do not recommend that you share this with your family unless you want to bum them the fuck out. Um, But these are movies that maybe can help in a cathartic way if you need it. You know, sometimes, I don't know. I love, you guys know, I, I love A24. Those films feel very cathartic and raw to me. I think, not that that would replace therapy, but I think, you know, if you just are needing an outlet to feel like there are people who get what your experience might be on this planet, watching a movie that may be similar might help. I don't know, you know? Not that any of these are similar to my family, but they're just stories that are very interesting. I love the family dynamic and I love uh, the psychology behind all of it. I think it's important and it sheds light on a lot of other choices. You know, that's what, I don't know, that's just what I think. But um, some stories that I've watched in the recent few days during this week of quote-unquote vacation, uh, Krisha Krisha is a really rough one, okay? It's A24. I found it, I think, last year or the year before. Um, It might have been the year before when I was still on Facebook because I remember being in an A24 group and they were talking about just movies that would really just punch you in the gut, you know? And Krisha is one of them. It's K-R-I-S-H-A. She is uh, a woman who is struggling with a lot of demons, a lot of dark things, and I think she's an alcoholic. I think she's also addicted to pain meds, and that's not giving anything away. I mean, you see it in the first couple of minutes of the movie. Not a very comfortable movie at all. Not at all, okay? So just fair warning on that. Krisha, A24, um... Yeah, so there's that one. Um, I just watched again today, and I hadn't seen it in years, and it's crazy because um, I didn't remember it being such a family-type movie when I first watched it, 
but it's sunshine cleaners. Amy Adams is in it, and I love Amy Adams. I think she is so good at capturing at capturing what like a normal person looks like, but who has a lot of shit that she's dealing with. Uh, she plays a lot of characters, not all of them, but a lot of characters that have really dark shit going on. But when you look at her, she presents as, you know, just a regular ass person, right? She's cute. She looks like she has her shit together. And then when you delve deeper into her character, there's a lot happening there. And Sunshine Cleaners is about two sisters. Um, they start a business where they clean up basically the crime scene after, which before I saw this movie, I really didn't think about that job. I didn't think about how that is a position or a business, right? Um, which is weird because when I was little, I felt like I wanted to be a crime scene investigator. And uh, I, <laughs> I realized shortly after that having to stare deep into those things would probably really fuck me up. So I changed routes with that but um you know still very in the dexter uh mindset of like how collecting all of that data to help someone have their story be told is what i was interested in right so sunshine cleaners i mean they're not doing all of that they're not investigating and all they're just cleaning up the um post-mortem and I forgot that Emily Blank is in that. Blunt. Emily Blank. Emily Blunt, right? That's her name. Uh, love her too. And I didn't realize that that was her sister. So yeah, saw that again. Great movie. Um, lots of family stuff going on in that one. Um, I mean, it's not like a happy movie. It's not sad though. It doesn't end sad. It has like moments, you know? It's not like a, it's not like Cresha. Cresha. <laughs> That one, that one just kind of leaves you. That one just kind of leaves you, which a lot of these do. Um, we've talked about Hereditary before. That's like the ultimate fucked up family movie. I feel like um, <laughs> that one, if you watch that on Thanksgiving with your family, oh my God, that, that would probably be a really bad day. Um, that movie is really rough. I'm not even going to tell you about what happens there. There's so much that happens in that one. A lot of people don't like Hereditary. I liked it a lot. Um, I actually own Hereditary and I own Midsummer, but, um, yeah, Hereditary is just like, that's a deep, 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 deep one. Rough. Real rough. Uh, okay, so... I just recently watched and finished Midnight Mass on Netflix. That one is family. It's also, there's a lot of religion in that. And when I was watching it, I felt like this is why I ran so far away from religion. Um, I mean, I went to Catholic school growing up because I wanted to. Like, I asked my mom if I could go to Catholic school. I wanted to understand our faith at the time more and I did and um and there were a lot of things that I saw in Catholic school that really made me 
go the other way. And when I say the other way, I don't even know what that means to explain that to you. I do believe in a higher something. I don't know what it is. I do still, you know, I believe in God or a higher being. I don't necessarily know what I call it, but for ease of words or title, usually I will refer to God or I'll say the universe, right? So I do believe in something. I don't think I'm an atheist, um, but, you know, sometimes, who knows? It's hard to say. It's hard to say um, when when I would see a lot of what seemed like unfair exchanges of love in that particular religion, and not just that religion, in all of the religions, I don't think it's fair to say I love you except, (laughs) okay, I just don't think that's cool, period, Um, for whatever it is. That just seems like a really shitty way of saying I love you to someone. I love you, but not this part of you, you know? Like, that's bullshit. But, I mean, we could have a whole conversation about religion another time. But that's just kind of tapping into some of the thoughts that I have when I watch Midnight Mass. I think it's a well-written story. I think... There was a lot. I mean, it was kind of rude, to be honest. I'm not going to give away spoilers. But there were a lot of moments where I was just like, that was really unnecessary. Like, you can tell when a writer or a director (laughs) kind of wants to take care of the audience, right? Like, they're going to give you the shit that's rough, but then they're also going to make it, like, feel nice with something else this one was just literally I mean it was kind of like a Rob Zombie film in that you finish it and you think well what the fuck man you know like the kind of movie like Rob Zombie is really good about just horrible things happening in the daylight and for some reason in horror films um Daylight is supposed to be like the safe time, right? Which is, I think, why Midsummer was so creepy too, is shit was happening in the daylight. And daylight's when it's supposed to feel safe and you're supposed to feel like nothing bad is going to happen in the daylight. And at the end of a movie or at the end of a series, it's supposed to go back to normal or happy, right? Which is weird because that's not how life is. Like life doesn't there's no there's not always a happy ending with life but we want that because obviously if we don't have that it feels really fucking sad and depressing right so that's why we have that but midnight mass when it ends you're just like well fuck me then you know like god damn it like what wow that was really shit do you even like me as an audience member director i don't even know who the director is of that but um but it's it's good. Like, it feels weird to say it's good. Like, you should watch it. It's worth watching if you like horror. Um, it's horror in, like, a in a weird way. It's like a real, it's like real life horror, which is horror anyway. I don't know. Um, there's, spe- there's special effects that are interesting. If you're a religion person, like, I like watching movies that have religious stuff in it, like exorcisms and possessions and shit like that. Like, I... I enjoy watching those horror films. Some people don't like those. 
Um, but yeah, the religion aspect is very, very much there. If you are Catholic, then you'll probably enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe you won't because you'll think it's blasphemous. I don't know your life, you know? I'm just saying. This is a series that I just recently finished. I actually finished it last night and um, right before bed. So that was really cool. <laughs> Um, I also ended up watching, this just came up randomly on my YouTube and probably just from my history, like based on my history, YouTube knows my algorithm and, um, Escape from a House of Horrors, which was a story that I had forgotten about, right? This happened in 2018 and it's the story of the Turpin family. There's a husband and a wife. Um, so what I watched was the uh, 2020, I think it's ABC, um, Diane Sawyer covered the Turpin sisters. And it started with one of the sisters, and she was 17 at the time, snuck out of their house, called 911, and reported her parents for abusing them and chaining them to the beds and starving them not feeding them not letting them out they never left the house it's a whole fucking nightmare i watched it yesterday and i remember the story in the news but then didn't hear about it again right so obviously um they well maybe not obviously the trial happened and I think just recently, this, something must have happened again with the trial or some kind of, um, some kind of, oh my God, why am I spacing on the word? Anyway, it's back in the story again, or back in the news again. And Diane, Diane Sawyer, Sawyer covered the story and was talking to the two oldest sisters and just sharing the account again of what happened and and I like for me like I know people see me and they go oh well you don't have kids so you must be heartless and f I don't know why that's the association with people who don't want to have children it's very strange to me I never understand it last episode I talked about child-free millennium millennium millennial <laughs> sorry girl child-free millennial on TikTok and she gets a lot of hate from parents who just think she's bragging about being child-free as a choice, you know? And um, I don't understand that connotation, why people think that because you don't have children or choosed, choosed, oh my God, what the fuck, I cannot talk, who choose to not have children, right? That they're evil people. But I see these stories about these two parents who have fucking 12 kids who lock them up and don't let them go to school and don't let them leave the house and don't feed them and then go on vacations with just the two of them. Like, why the fuck did you have children then? So, but I'm the bad person because I decided to not have children electively, but these people have children and then they decide to have them fucking chained up in the house. Like, and why do you have 12? Like, it's just a whole, like, it pisses me the fuck off. It pisses me off so much. I can't even, the rage of watching that documentary and it's two hours long, right? So you have to be mentally ready. And I was, I'm crying. I'm yelling at the TV. I'm just like, these two people are in prison 
and they should be up or maybe they were up for parole or something and that's why this is coming back into the news but they should be in prison for life I think they got like 45 years 25 45 years which is still not enough right life in prison is what they should get if even that like these people are trash okay um I just I my mind I can't wrap my head around it and then the fact that it was like these kids, once their parents were taken away because they're assholes and put in prison, then they had to go through the foster care system, which is also fucked. And it's like, why is the foster care system fucked? And why do we have these people who are able to foster these kids who don't even want to take care of them? Like, I don't understand. But then the world looks at people who decide to not have children like they're evil pieces of shit. You know what? I don't know, dude. I don't know. But that's my commentary on that. And people will have opinions about it. Whatever. That's that's my opinion. Welcome to Choc Olympia Lessons. Okay? Next. <laughs> um, then I watched the documentary or – well, it's not a documentary. It's the, it's the Mukbang by Stephanie Sue. She's on YouTube. She's amazing. I don't know how she does it. She does a Mukbang and then she talks about – a crime story that happened and usually they're really horrible um, the ones on YouTube are less horrible than the ones on her podcast the ones she talks about on her podcast are really horrible I have to really spread them out and make sure that I um, just like you can't eat when you are listening to them there and there's so many you know and the thing that's worse is that there are so many other ones that haven't even been discussed yet so I can't even, my brain, like, I can't wrap my head around it. But she talked recently about the Mark Redwine story. And he allegedly, but really, allegedly, really, murdered his son. And it's like, how? I just don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, what? If you, I just... You know, and I'm not going to talk about the story. If you want to hear the story, I'm not going to do it justice because I didn't do any of the research, but she did. You can watch her, Stephanie Sue, S-O-O, on YouTube. It's the story where it's, I think the caption is like, um, his son found pictures about, found pictures of the dad or they're doing a... Um, fried rice she does she cooks and then she, I know the whole thing sounds really crazy it sounds crazy but it makes it digestible horrible use of words there but to be able to understand the story more and she does it in a way that is like less uh, traumatizing to hear about but you can watch that and hear the information on that story that whole story I don't even remember hearing about that in the news I don't think but that's the thing that bothers me the most is that when I hear a story that I've never heard of I'm like why isn't this being talked about more and then when people are free when the people are roaming free why aren't we talking about it more like, I want to know if that person lives in my neighborhood or works at my store or if, you know, if I had children, I would want to know if they went to the same school. Like, I would want to know all of this information. But the secrets of the world, man, like, I can't, 
I can't. And then the cover-ups, it's crazy, okay? And I think just in general, of all of the stories and movies that I've watched in recent time, the covering up of things is so huge, it's nauseating and scary. So whether it's crime cover-ups or family cover-ups or relationship cover-ups or in history, the cover-ups, right? And now we want to erase history because, oh, that paints us in a bad light and we don't want that to be in history books anymore because then, you know, that makes us all look bad. But the whole thing about history is that we're supposed to learn about it so that we don't repeat it, but then we're trying to cover it up, which means that we're going to repeat it again, which is what we're doing because we are constantly repeating things. If you look at any of the news in the last just even 20 years, and it's like, who's running? I don't understand. Who's running the ship here? Because no one seems to have... No one seems to have a clue, and I just, I don't know. I don't know. You know, not that I have all of the answers, and not that by having this podcast I can share very much with you. I can only share what I'm experiencing or what I hear or what my thoughts are, right? My life's experiences. But I think it's just really important to think for yourself and that's the thing that I try to share in almost every episode here on Chocolumpia Lessons is to think for yourself please and do research on whatever it is you feel like you need more information on. Don't just take your Aunt Susie's post on Facebook as a credible source, right? <laughs> Sorry, uh, highly doubt that she knows what she's talking about unless she has something to back it up, right? Not saying I have all of the credible sources, but I am at least someone who is trying to find out more or understand or do research. Um, you know, bro, I don't know. Like, like... <laughs> I don't know what to say. I just, I felt like I needed to come on and remind you that today is a Thursday, you know? And that can mean whatever the fuck you want it to mean. If it means you celebrate Thanksgiving with your family, great. If it means you're watching whatever you want to watch on Netflix, great. If it means you're cooking a big family meal, great. If it means you're ordering ramen, great. If it means you're working today, great. If it means you took the day off, great. Whatever the fuck it is you want to do for your life to make you happy, to make being here a nice experience, more tolerable, whatever, you know? Again, the caveat being as long as you aren't hurting yourself or anyone else, I think that's the most important thing. I think people forget that part and they only think about self and the self part is what's going to get you in trouble if you're only thinking about yourself, right? And we have a lot of that going on right now. Um, I don't think it takes that much longer to consider someone else's feeling in a situation. 
even before you say some dumb shit, you know? I can't even tell you in the last six months how many weird racist things people have said, not even thinking that they're being racist. And I don't get how you don't think you're being racist when you say shit that they've been saying. And that's just everywhere. It's people that I know, people that I don't know. It's hearing it as I'm walking by in a conversation of strangers that I don't know, you know? So, I mean, I don't think being conscientious is that hard of a task. I really don't. For some reason, it feels like it's very hard for people to do lately, to step out of themselves and be like, you know what, we were just in a pandemic. We still are in a pandemic. I'm going to go into this event being really patient and things are probably going to take longer and it might be a little bit disorganized and um, I might be waiting, you know, it might cost more. Just these are just things to have in your head beforehand. And again, I'm not the smartest person in the world and it's not like I have all of the answers. I'm just trying to reflect and share the things that I've seen and experienced and just offer reminders, I guess, you know? So appreciate y'all very much for listening, for subscribing, for following, for liking, for commenting, for sharing, all of the things. Appreciate you, my fuckers, so much. Love, love, love you. Don't forget to leave a rating, a review, I will be back. I know I said that last time and it's been a month. (laughs) But, you know, taking time to reflect and work on yourself and really pay attention to your needs is really important too. So please don't discredit that. Don't discount that. Don't forget that. And, um, yeah, I love you so much. Salamat. And I will talk to you soon. Happy Thursday. Love you guys. Bye.